1: And now it's time for part two
2: of In the Moment.
1: Who's next?
2: All right, I'm mad at entitlement in relationships, and these statistics that I've come up with on my own about relationships. Let's talk. Let's wait, 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 so, wait. No, I'm Toby. Parting this year. Okay, you came up with
0: your own statistics. I did. You didn't. You didn't ask anyone. You didn't survey hundred people. I you surveyed just...
2: one person. You. Me. Okay. Yep, I surveyed a <laughs>
1: <an laughs> <laughs> Okay.
2: Me. That's who. All right. All right. Yes. Okay. Nah, you, it's Survey says. <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? It's me. Okay. All right. So here's the first thing. I'm a entitlement in not necessarily relationships, but dating. Okay. That's the first part of it. Right. Where I think a lot of people have this energy, because I've been listening, of... I'm not doing that for someone until they do that for me.
1: Mm, Yeah.
2: You hear that often, right? Yeah. Now, I ain't doing that. I ain't doing that. I ain't doing all that because I ain't getting that. Ba-ba-ba. But when I hear that, that to me feels like entitlement because it's okay to feel that way, but what makes you think that the other person is not entitled to feel the same way?
0: Exactly. I don't
2: like that. You know what I mean? Like, maybe they feel something. So at some point, if you're going to be in a relationship, you can't start. The relationship off or the dating off with you got to show me something before I show you something because they mm. are entitled to feel the same exact way. This should be give and take. And if you stepping into dating somebody without being willing to take the first leap, what do you even have and what are you even doing? Ooh, boom. Yeah, I'm good there. Yeah. OK. The second part of that is I genuinely did start thinking about the statistics of relationships and I'm not saying this to be funny at all, but I have noticed that I have married friends Mm -hmm. or friends in long-term relationships and I have single friends. And I kind of started to evaluate the difference in the lifestyles of both. And it started when I started to realize that whenever I wanted to reach out to my friends about trips or even if it was something as light as Yo, let's just go get something to eat. If I ever had a friend that was like, yo, I ain't going to lie, I can't swing it. They were always married or in a relationship. And I know the obvious uh, conclusion to that is their wife or their girl won't let them go. Mm-hmm. They could be lying, but that's not what they presented to me as men. It was always, yo, I just can't. I don't have it. And I got a little confused because I always felt like, yo, if you're in a relationship or a marriage, you got a partner. Mm -hmm. isn't that a part of the reason? You have help. You have somebody that's splitting something with you, that's helping you do a few things. So you might have a few extra dollars if you're not taking care of everything on your own. But then maybe I could be missing something, right? Maybe that few extra dollars that you do have go to the kids or go to the marriage or go to whatever. I don't know. But I have noticed that my friends that are kind of taking care of themselves, ain't got a problem with doing anything. But my friends that are in partnerships of any sort, Those seem to be the guys that can't go. So then I started to dig a little deeper into what I thought might have been a bit of a theory. Mm -hmm. And so I asked my male friends. Well, I asked one male friend, I should say. If we are going to be honest with each other, completely honest, think of all of the men in your life that are taken in any capacity. Marriage, relationship, whatever. He said, yeah. I said, how many of those men would you honestly say when you speak to them, when you're around them, when you feel their energy and their vibe are genuinely happy or at least come off? He said, bro, it might be one or two. I said, of how many? He said, I don't know, man, maybe 10. And I honestly was like, damn. I would say the same exact thing. Like the happier of my male friends are single. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: Or at least it appears that way. So then I asked my homegirl. I said, if you were being honest with me and I didn't go happiness here, Switched it up. I said, how many of your female friends, whom are taken at any capacity, lie to their significant other about not necessarily cheating, but just anything? She said, oh, all of them. And then I asked you the same question.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And you said the same exact thing. <laughs> all, oh, them. all of them. So then I started to think to myself, yo, hold up, man. If we was going to be honest about this, right? Because obviously as a single person, people will make you feel like something's wrong with you for being single. Yo, you got to get somebody. Yo, I got a friend. Yo, I got a daughter. Yo, I got a dog. He got BBE. Whatever the case, right? (laughs) 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 And I'll be like, all right, maybe I'm missing something here, man. Maybe it's time to get married. You know what I'm saying? Maybe it's time to have kids. Whatever the case. But if we're going to be honest and say that all of the women that are in relationships are lying, and all of the men that are in relationships are unhappy, well, what the hell is going on out here? It's this. Misery loves
0: company. So, a theme that I've seen, and mm-hmm. just in general, like if I go on Facebook and stuff like that, I see that people in their younger 20s are getting married, and they're starting families sooner than later, and all these other things. And I, I've, I have a friend who is single and feels the pressures of what she sees from people around her and her friend group of getting married and having children and starting families where she feels pressure. She feels like her time is running out. And because of that, when you feel like everyone else is finding their quote unquote happiness, Mm. I need to find my quote unquote happiness. And when you do that, you end up settling for whatever it is, Mm. whether it's just whoever comes next to you and presents a Uh something great. That'll do. You know? And you're like, that that's enough. Yeah. Yeah. That'll do because you're being pressured and you're not running your own race. And I think
2: putting that pressure on yourself.
0: Yes. Mm -hmm. But I think a lot of people are not running their own race. They're trying to keep up with the Joneses. Yeah. And because of that. You jump into things, and when you jump into things, you're trying to say, well, society says that I need to be married by this time, and I need to have a child by this. And I know with women, it's more pressure because a lot of scientists like to say that women's biological clocks start to run out mm-hmm. in their early 30s. Yep. Like, this is the prime time to have children if you're going to have children. And I know a lot of women who will have that embedded in their head that oh my gosh, I need to have a child by this time because my eggs are going to run up and they're going to dry. They say, well, men, y'all are good. Your sperm goes forever. But they'll say women's eggs will dry. And I just know women who put that pressure on themselves from whatever they hear between medical doctors saying that, hey, if you want to have children, you need to have children by this time. If you don't want to be an old prude, you need to get married <laughs> by this time. You know, mm-hmm, like there's little mm-hmm. things. And so it's no longer about compatibility. It's more so about... Can I get this done in this time frame? Everyone's focusing on a clock instead of life. See? Like I, genuine life and happiness. That's what I see.
2: I agree with you. And I think that's so whack. Because are you genuinely happy in that? Because are you even doing this for you? Are you no. doing this for the appearance of what other people think of you? It's appearance. I, I don't know how you live like that. Because even at the bar just now when we brought this up, um, shout out to <laughs> Blue Moon. We could bleep her name though, because I'm about to tell her business. But, you know, we asked her straight up, like, yo, do you lie to your boo? Because we know she love her boo, how she represents. And he ain't no little lies. So he's like, what's a little lie to you? And she said, you know, if I thought maybe I went and got something to eat on my own. I ain't want him to have nothing. So I sat in the car, ate it, and pretended like I ain't eat nothing. I said, I was hungry. And we laughed. And that obviously is a harmless lie, right? Like, that ain't crazy. But at the same time, you asked the same question I had. Well, I ain't got to lie about that. It seems so small. Mm-hmm. that it just seemed ridiculous, right? I don't want to get into any kind of relationship if I'm going to have to start lying. Mm-hmm. I remember when Heathcliff couldn't eat the hoagie. Let him eat the hoagie, right? Maybe he wouldn't You're have right. turned into the man. <laughs> Yo, <don't>. all right.
0: <laughs> if all he right. could have ate the hoagie. <laughs> if only that's what You know Heathcliff
2: done. ain't hurt nobody. Don't do that. That's two You're different right. men. You're right. That's right. two different men. You're right. Why Claire ain't let him eat the hoagie is all I'm saying. In every show... As far back as you can date, they always portrayed a married couple where they were lying to each other.
0: And that's another thing. So I feel like even with the scenario of mm-hmm. I think she wholeheartedly loves her husband. I don't think that they got married on a time restriction or society. Nah, no funny stuff with them. No, no, no. Yeah. I don't believe that at all. But what I do believe is that society has some sort of impact on what a heterosexual marriage looks like mm. of a bit of control from the woman and a bit of control from, you know, the man mm-hmm.
2: of how. Control over different things.
0: Over different things yeah. and what a wife looks like and what a husband looks like. Got it. Because of society. So even if you are truly just in love, there's a lot of impressions that have been made on everyone since day one, since fucking Adam and Eve of what a marriage should look like, even if you are happy.
2: And people follow suit. Yep. Because most people are sheep. Yep. They see and they do. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I respect that. But I do think that it's people stupid. should think about that because you evaluate that. Because mm-hmm. I'm not lying to my significant other. Yo, if I don't want you to have any of my spaghetti, I'm going to tell you. Yo, you do this every time. I'll get you your own spaghetti. Keep your hands off my spaghetti. And she's probably going to say, I do what I want. I want your spaghetti.
0: But so that's a prime example. I feel that couples, all right, majority of the time, yes. I've even done it myself. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not hungry.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, my God. And then God. you get
0: something, I want to eat it.
2: Yo, I right? asked you three times, yo.
0: If you already know, and not to blame it on whoever the, the significant other is, but just go ahead and get something on the side. Get something.
2: Get something
0: on the Cause side. Because I'm going to
2: get three burgers, and you're going to be like, well, you got three. I got three because I wanted three. Yeah. You wanted one, I have got four. It, I asked you.
0: But just get something extra for her and vice versa. Tell them. Yeah. Right. I'm gonna say I'm not hungry, but really, I'm hungry. Give me something too. If I don't eat it, at least we were better safe than sorry.
2: <laughs> Facts. You know, so. And don't try to eat my bag fries. Those are the best fries in the bag. Join's Enjoying that fallout? Oh, my God. Oh, that's extra fries. No, it's Ooh. not. No, it's <laughs> not. Put your hands out my bag and off my pipes. All right. <laughs> Who's next? Y'all mad at Gabrielle Union? Let's talk about it.
0: No, you not. I know you know.
2: Katie, enough is enough.
0: Nope, 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 nope. Enough nope. is
2: enough, man. Ain't no
0: way. What? Are you, why are you mad at her?
2: Gabrielle Union has decided to, for whatever reason, tell people that she felt like it was completely fine to cheat on her first husband because she was paying for everything.
0: Did you look at all the details?
2: No. Okay. I'll be honest. All you right. want to give them here?
0: No, go ahead. I'm going to let you say your part.
2: No, 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 I want all the details and I'm going to still be mad at that statement. It no don't matter what you say, I'm going to be mad at that statement. This
0: man cheated on her on their wedding night. And she stayed? Yeah.
2: Then she has to take accountability.
0: Or she just cheated back just because.
2: Why? That ain't the move. That's not the move.
0: It's it's not. Okay. No, no, okay. you're right.
2: It's not. It's not the move to me. But go ahead. I, I never, and it's just me, I never subscribe to the you cheated, I'm a cheat thing. It's the most toxic shit in the world. If you stay with somebody, and I've always said this, a part of you, whether you want to admit it or not, are saying you forgive them. Leaving is the answer. I never think cheating is the answer because leaving is always an option. I think saying I cheated as if that was your only option is a bailout, yo. You could have left. If he was that kind of trash the way he did that, why are you there?
0: So, I get that wholeheartedly. Because with me, I don't appreciate that whole infidelity thing, you know? mm mm-hmm. That's that's not my my thing, but what I think that some people see is that yes, you may have cheated on me, but I still think you're the better person for me than anyone else, even though you cheated. So okay. I'm, I'm gonna do my own dirt and get even at you just to make you mad. It's a petty war, but at the end of the day, I still think you're the best person for me to be with. So I'm gonna stay with you.
2: That's ridiculous. That, going to tell you, why? you yes, what? No, yes, no, no, I do oh, no, get no, it. Okay. I completely get it, right? But yeah, and I love I think this. it's crazy. I love this because I want to have a conversation with you later about. Does a woman's past really matter at the moment that she reaches her king? That's something I want to talk about, right? Okay. But before we get there, I feel like if that did anything, it ain't hurt old boy. You know who it hurt? D-Wade. Here's what I mean. I've been in situations where I've seen women go, y'all, I'm going to cheat on you to get you back. I've been in that situation, matter of fact. Remember, we spoke about this. Mm -hmm. My ex-win got pregnant to get me back. Here's the truth to that. How'd she get me back? I left. I'm leaving. It's only payback if the person is going to stay with you and deal with the fact that you have done that. But if you're dealing with somebody like me who's leaving, that's your body. That's not my body, queen. You didn't went and gave your body another body count from a guy who probably didn't give a fuck about you and was just using you for the fact that you were vulnerable. And in this situation, and now eventually, you're going to go and have a king. You did that to him. Because now he wiped you with you making those decisions on your body. That ain't my body. It's your body, your choice. That got nothing to do with me. The moment you decide to step out and do anything with your body, you will probably one day regret that. I'm assuming. Some women don't give a fuck. I ain't talking about them. But there are women who will look back on that decision and go, I shouldn't have done that. And I think we have to start speaking to that so that younger women can look at it from a different perspective and go, maybe the real payback here And dealing with a clown that would behave this way is leaving. Not going to give my body up to somebody new just simply because I believe I'm paying a man back who I'm ultimately going to leave anyway. Because if y'all on that kind of toxic energy, chances are y'all not going to make it. So at some point, once you leave him and he go off, he may find a woman who would never behave that way. She don't operate like that. She sees the honor and value and worth in her body. Now, what that decision you done made got to do with him now that he done found a woman who wouldn't behave that way? That's how I saw it. How would you pay me back by going to get pregnant by a dude who now you ain't even got a, a baby father in your life? And, and your future and your life got nothing to do with me.
0: Now, I understand where you're coming from, but I think that's rare because I think toxic loves toxic, Right. Of course. So what I was under the impression of is that when she felt the need to just go out and do what she wanted to do and cheat because she was making more money, he was still with her regardless. I, I didn't see it as he left her. I don't know who filed for a divorce. Well, out he eventually of
2: their, left or she eventually left. It don't yeah, matter that's who. What who saying, I don't know.
0: But I'm saying for from what I understood
2: mm-hmm.
0: from the time that she was doing what she was doing, they were still together. He ain't leave.
2: But, but what I'm saying is so ultimately chances are that relationship is going to end.
0: Yeah, and no, no, not no. Beat no. Them all. You're right.
2: But when it ends, you ain't pay me back by adding another notch onto your body.
0: No, you didn't pay him back if he doesn't care. And you're what, you, what you're saying is that you wouldn't care.
2: And I and I don't think he much cared either. If he if he's already out here cheating on you on your wedding day, yo, chances are he don't care that much about you. Obviously, and okay. he's not gonna leave you because you got the money. You right. just said that yourself. Right. You paying for everything.
0: But at the time that they got together, wasn't he the one making the money? They were together at the beginning of her career. I don't know. From what I I saw. But I thought she said she
2: was paying for everything. She was.
0: It was a a point in time where everything flipped and she was getting more roles.
2: See what I'm saying? So she was And then
0: because of that switch,
2: then. You didn't pay that man back by by cheating. You pay him back by leaving his ass. That's just how I see it.
0: Okay. Now the second phase, right? Mm -hmm. Because clearly not together. How does that hurt D-Wade?
2: And that's the conversation I believe that we are going to get into later. Okay. And I want to save it for that. Okay. Because I do think that at this point, once you know that information, I'm not saying he should, I'm not saying I I would, I'm just simply saying I know that there are men out there who, if they were in D-Wade's position, would now question um, the union that they have with Gabrielle.
0: (laughs) D-Wade needs to be questioning him damn self.
2: That's fair. And that's why I don't want to make it specific to this. Oh, okay. Okay. You know what I mean? But I, I don't believe anyone, male or female, I don't believe it matters, should ever try to justify cheating. That's just my opinion. So when I saw women in the comments saying, oh yeah, nah, she right, she dead right, go girl, I was confused for two reasons. One, how is cheating ever the right answer? Two, if we are saying, not every woman, obviously, just the woman in the comments that was backing her, if we are saying that it is justifiable to cheat on your partner because they pay everything, then y'all been mad at a lot of men For no damn reason. Mm -hmm. Right or wrong?
0: No, right. I get what you're saying. You got to
2: keep that energy. Yeah. Because we've had this conversation about athletes and so on and so forth before, right? Yeah. So that's why I feel like regardless, one, she wrong. And two, what was the point of even saying that now that you happily married to another man?
0: I think that was taken from her book.
2: This is why I ain't never letting my wife write a book. It
0: was it was in her book. It was a whole book of her story.
2: Katie, I break their laptop so they, fast.
0: They found that chapter and was like, yeah, oh, this will go.
2: And I'm thinking about writing that book. That laptop going to disappear every fucking day. <laughs> 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 Where Where's my laptop? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Who's next? All right, last but not least, I want to talk about being mad at God for a minute. Okay. This came up earlier on the big show, and I thought it was a really, really great conversation. Um, I don't think the details are important, but basically, we were just discussing if it's okay to be mad at God. And I see a lot of people appreciated what I said about this. Mm -hmm. So I'll say it here. I personally, the way I was raised in Christianity, don't think there's anything wrong with being mad at God. Mm Mm-hmm. I think God completely understands that we are human, obviously, right? You have human emotions. You have human feelings. And sometimes things happen where you're just upset. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: Now, as I've gotten older, my understanding of things have changed a bit. What I mean by that is I don't personally believe that everything bad that happens to you is because of God. Okay. You know, like when I was younger and things would happen, yes, I would go to God. Sometime where I was in so much pain that I would just be like, I can't even pray right now, bro. But I need you. That's all I could get out. I I couldn't get any more out. And he showed up. He showed up every single time to comfort me. And I believe that is because all God ultimately wants is for you to seek him. Mm -hmm. Period. He don't care how you come. He tell you that. Come as you are. Like a lot of people make you believe that you have to be formal when you approach God. You have to... Be almost perfect you have to be of a certain standard god ain't never said that all people are his children god just wants you to come home he don't care how he don't care what you got he don't care what you've been through he don't care what you've done he ultimately wants you to seek him and put no one above him period that's what i believe mm-hmm. and i think even going to god to say i'm mad i'm pissed man why is this happening to me why me even that, I think God is happy that you're home.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And I think he'll start to show you. But you have to be open to it, obviously, right? They say you shouldn't even question God. A lot of people say that. I don't personally believe that. Now, I don't think you should go to God starting an argument. You'd be out your damn mind. Man too powerful. <laughs> or that woman too powerful.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: However, I do believe That God in the universe and whomever you may look up to understands things a little bit differently than you do. But I have always saw a God in the universe more so as a parent than anything else. And here's what I mean by that. It's just me. Your parents, right? Like they say, God, our father, we're all his children. And if you look at the concept of life, I think it's similar. When you have parents who love you, care for you, who want to protect you and are concerned for you, they don't control what happens to you. I don't think God is the reason that kids are born sick. I don't think God is the reason that all bad things happen to good people. I just think that's life. Mm -hmm. We have freedom of choice. God don't force us to do anything. I think God helps us when we ask to be helped and we're willing to do what it takes in order to get the help. Same thing with the universe. You tell the universe, yo, I need some help. But if you go and do fuck shit, that is not conducive to what you were asking for. Well, that's not the universe's fault. Mm -mm. But that is, once again, people never wanting to take accountability for their shit. Some things happen in life, I believe, whether it be death of loved ones or whatever the case, it's out of your control. I don't think God is going to take somebody from you in order to teach you a lesson. I think that's just life. The same way your parents are not the reason bad things happen to you. They want to protect you. They're not there to prevent things from happening to you but you can't do that in a world where everybody has a freedom of choice, right? Mm-hmm. People are going to do shit. But what they will do is when you go to them, when you come to mom and dad and say, I'm fucked up right now. And it ain't to any of my doing. Grandma died. Mom died. Whatever happened. They give you guidance. They give you the words you need. They give you the love you need, the support you need. They may even give you a vision of This sucks, but here's how it's going to help. Whatever it it takes to comfort you personally as an individual. I think that's what God does. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: So you can be mad at him. But at the same time, being mad at him in a way is saying that you believe him to be the reason. And I think a lot of people think that way. All of the good things that happen to them is because of God. All of the bad things that happen to them is because of God. And I've been offended in this way. Where I've heard family members say to me, man, all these good things are happening to you because we prayed for you. With all due respect, I believe that to be bullshit. I do think it helped. Certainly helps to have people praying for you. But you could pray for somebody that ain't willing to go out here and put in the work. Mm-hmm. It ain't going to do much. They got to want it for themselves as well. It's not a one part thing, right? So you pray for me until the cows come on. But at some point, I got to get up and pray for myself. And at some point, I got to get out here and move in the way that is going to help me get the things I'm asking for. So it all plays a part. And I think it's the same way when bad things happen. That ain't because God decided, hey, today is the day for you, Mm bro. No. If there's a God, there's a devil, right? What you think the devil doing? He working hard as hell. But God is there to make sure that there's nothing that the devil can do to stop whatever it is that God has in path for you so long as you are willing to humble yourself, listen, and be obedient and faithful. That's what I believe. Does that make sense?
0: Absolutely. That makes 100% sense. And I've never been the type of person to be mad at God and be like, God, why did you do blah, 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 Not that type of person. Right. Because if I'm choosing to believe that there is a higher being being who is greater than us, who created this world, then I have to accept how this world works because of that being's power. And what I mean by it is that I truly believe that things happen for a reason. I believe that everyone has a storyline and a character development, you know, Mm -hmm. that's just life. So God being what I believe in as the good being, right? Mm. And then the devil, whatever you want to call him. As being another being, that these are beings that are basically battling back and forth, and just watching how we develop. Right. I don't blame God or the devil for certain things because they say that we have free will. I'm going to choose how I let it affect me.
2: That's what because you can I have that choice. Yep.
0: Is how do I move forward in? You know, every day, how do I become a better version of myself? Because at the end of the day, I can choose not to. Boom. I can either be like, all right, uh, this, whatever impacted me may have hurt. It may have felt bad. So I can choose to take that and do better with it or take that and do bad with it. Bingo. And go down a different path.
2: I 1,000% agree. And to whomever may need to hear this at this time, with that being said, I lost sight of this, I think, a little bit last year in that those are the moments, yo. Honestly, it's not the good ones. It's not the celebrations. It's not the great moments. It's the moments when you've done your best. You've been a good person. You know you've done the right things. And life just not fair. Mm -hmm. And you trying to figure that shit out. This don't make sense. I don't deserve this. This is ridiculous, right? And it's so easy to give up in those moments. And what I almost forgot was if you live long enough and you do the right thing long enough and you're faithful and consistent, what you will learn typically, in my experience, is life works a lot like the gym. There's no growth without pain. It's that simple. Can't get muscles without being sore. Life is the same way. Ain't no growth in popping champagne. Mm -mm. But when you go through that shit, you come out of that with exactly whatever it is you need to go and get what you ultimately want.
0: And that's what's always like baffled me is when people are like, "Oh, why isn't this happening? And why isn't that happening for me?" And this that, imagine if everything literally went your way. Oh man. What type of person would you be? Donald Trump? Like, and no, that's true. Like if everything just went as you expected it and as you planned it, are you a humble human being? No. Nope. Are you a caring, empathetic person? No. Nope. No, like you're, it's a selfishness that I feel like would develop. Why would I even want to be that person? You, That's not a nope. person that other people want to be around. Like Hell I wouldn't nah. even want to have other relationships with anybody.
2: Some people ruin it for everybody around them all the time, but they spoil the emotional asses. Don't nobody enjoy that? And then someone may
0: say, well, what about those people that you do have? Like that do exist. They exist to show you what it's like.
2: A hundred percent. And you have to see that. Ultimately, it's up to you to have that perspective, to realize that so that you can be happy even in those dark moments. Because what you got coming may take a little longer, Mm -hmm. but it's genuine. Mm -hmm. So it's going to hit very different.
0: Yeah. And it feels different. That just, I don't know how to explain it. But I feel like that between a person who gets everything that they want, who is self-centered because everything goes in their way. Versus someone who had to work
2: for it. Oh, you can see the difference in them. They don't That's... see it in themselves. And they be really sitting there trying to convince you that their life is different than what it actually is. They delusional. But when you've really been through something and you really know who you are, you're looking at them like, okay, mm-hmm. sure, you got it. And I think ultimately God, a lot of the time, looks at us the same way our parents used to. Same thing. I go back to that. Like, remember when you was a kid, you swore you knew what you was doing. Mm-hmm. Yo, ma, you get on my nerves. Yo, you won't let me do Nothing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right? And you like, I don't understand it. You so hard on me. Right, why can't it be this way? I want to do that. Your dumb ass ain't know your parents was protecting you. Mm-hmm. Mama probably saved my life more times than I knew because I wanted to go be a young knucklehead. I didn't know any better. But my mom was like, I got to let him go through it. But at the end of the day, I'm going to protect him. And one day, he will realize I had his back in his best interest the entire time. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the exact same way God deals with all of us. Yep. Even the grown fools. Yeah. Right? I agree. Bingo. Stay tuned for another
1: episode of In a Moment with their host Mo and co-host Katie.